green game taking over. That's a promise, not a threat. Uppercut season, no time you stop breathing. And we're we're gonna we're gonna recap that shit. Oh, and uh, yo, let's start from the beginning, then, cause cause somebody's fist didn't seem all that angry. Oh, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go through the whole all three fights. Um, so you know, what I'm saying, cause we all we all want to see the return of Danny, but we also see some people on that card that we wanted to see, and some some things that we were hoping for that maybe didn't go as planned. Yeah. So you know, starting off the the triple header. Uh, was the return of one Gary Antoine Russell, who I think I can speak for everybody in Ring Gang that we are all very high on Russell. Um, and we were going to see him against one Ranthus Bartholomew, a guy that we all have poo pooed in the past and said, go away. We don't want to see you anymore. So now we want to see him because we wanted to see him get beat the fuck up. And I think that was the expectation going into this. And the end result got to, we got the end result, but even then, eh, but we'll get to that. So. Yeah, I need that run back. Fuck all that. We, <laughs> we there now. <laughs> so round one, I, I will say round one surprised me because, you know, round one, Gary came out, you know, he's doing some good work, you know what I'm saying? And then at the end of the round, Bartholomew hit him with a counter, right? And you see him step back and I'm like, oh shit, I think he was hurt. <laughs> And then he got hit again, and he got hurt again. Like those oh, counters shit. were catching. Every time he's throwing them flurries, those, those counters were catching him. Yeah, he stepped yeah. back. Once he stepped back, like I knew something was wrong because he stepped back, and then the way he came forward was oh shit. He felt that shit. He was buzzed at the worst. So, and he wasn't even trying to box dude like Postal was doing because Postal was able to kind of nullify. Uh, Russell a little bit just by boxing him, but uh, but Francis was just basically like, okay, step back, make you miss or block whatever you're doing, and throw a shot. Like he was doing some basic shit, and it was like it was like working. Like I'm like, imagine if dude would have like fought harder with it. <laughs> yep, because the the first two rounds, even without him getting hurt, even without uh, Gary getting hurt. There were things I was noticing that I wasn't liking is that like his, you know, Gary has talent, but his inside game needs quite a bit of work. He was smothering his own work at times, times he was coming in uh, with the left. Like when he would throw the left, he was overextending himself. His his head was out. I'm like, what the like Gary seems sloppy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like yeah, he's not the same guy I saw destroy Santiago last year. Yeah, that oh we've come a long way since then. Sheesh, like that seems yeah, so long. Like, <laughs> it, it's like this guy right now, like it seems like if you box him a little bit, like you could really disrupt him, and and now it seems like you could hurt him too if you place him some good shots, like. So that that's even worse because it's one thing to be outboxed. It's another thing to be to be outboxed and hurt. Right? Yep. Lone Star no, Steph. No, no. Lone Star Steph. He was coming in with no jab. His no defense equals his chin. Yep, that is true. He was he was, was going at one mode. Just you know, he, he wasn't boxing. He was just going. And he wasn't even moving his head like that either. Yeah. 
But I mean, you know, like you know, Rancis is a, a two division champion. I know people thought he was some kind of bum. I mean, but. you know, he's not a bum, but let's be honest, we've seen him get he's seen way better days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's seen way better days. Um, uh, we've seen. I mean, we saw this his was a showcase fight. Actually, yeah, supposed like, to be. But I'm saying yeah. Gary was up. Well, Gary was playing up around there too. Yeah, no, and like the thing is, like with Bartholomew. We saw him get the shit beat out of him by Relic, and to me, I think Gary. Twice. Yes, twice. Uh, I think to me, and there's no dish to Relic. I think that Gary is way more talented than Relic. Yes. So, so it's just like we were expecting another ass beating, and the first two rounds didn't look anything like it. Um, you know, and then finally around the third, uh, third round, fourth round, he started to get back in it. Started to look a little better, picked his shots. But then he was always a punch away from getting the hurt or the stagger. Like it's like Rancis was always in the fight, even though Russell started controlling it more. Salute Henny God. Salute, salute Henny God. But yeah, you're right. Salute all in here. But yeah, you're right, LB. Yeah, so that's the thing, like you know, it just it wasn't a good enduring enduring performance if we're looking at this guy's it's a it's a C plus six. So then let's get to the sixth round. So it's the sixth round <laughs> and finally Gary gets to Bartholomew with the right and drops him. And I'm like, Oh shit, there there down goes Bartholomew. But he seemed like he was okay. He came up, he had his legs underneath him, uh the ref was like, Turn, go this way and then all of a sudden, he just stops it. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and, 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 and let me just tell you, my pet peeve. The dude looked hurt. Don't get me wrong. I thought that dude was Because that big ass Antonio Tarver looking ass referee did a good yeah, job yeah. before that. <laughs> <My> <laughs> pet I'm going to just say this. My pet peeve, and I've, I've told y'all this. My pet peeve is when fight is when um, refs like start counting. And then they barely finish the count and be on some lazy shit and stop the fight. But he made it like, dramatic because he stared in dude's eyes. Like, now oh, I fucking dramatic. <laughs> dude, at least, at least, look, at least count, keep, at least give me the whole 10 count if you're going to do that shit. But don't yeah, just look into my eyes like a, like a fucking song lyric. Yeah, that was terrible, and, man. That was terrible. And just say, you know what, fucking cut, cut, like your goddamn director, like... <laughs> That shit's weak, yo. Like, <laughs> like honestly, Russell needs to run this back. Like, yeah, it's not a good look. Like, one forty. Look, if, if Jack, if uh, Josh Taylor can run it back with Catterall, Russell needs to run it back with this guy. Like, and that's just real shit. Like, one forty just too dangerous not to be running back. Like. This is yeah, two stoppages. Yeah, Troy, he's not ready for Matthias. I, I thought maybe, you know, but he needs another couple of fights before he gets on that kind of smoke. Yeah. Nah, soon he, um, not yet. Not nah, yet. like, not yet. he's the fucking, like, he's the boogeyman, he's the nightmare, he's the angry fucking. Fist. <laughs> like, I, angry fist ain't angry no more. He's, I don't know, man, smother fist or. <laughs> you, know, you know, obviously his dad, oh, you know, Gary Russell is like his new training, you know. GRJ's new trainer, probably. So, see how like, ham- hamburger helper fist, like, cause fist <laughs> be getting help, yo. Like, so now this is two, two poor stoppages in a row, and it looks really bad on Gary. It's like this was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, the post off stoppage, 
I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it either. It this one better. I absolutely hate. I absolutely yeah, hate. Yeah, it. I hate it. it's worse. Like <laughs> I hate it. And he looked better. Honestly, he looked better in the post call fight. Like post call was like a B plus performance. This this was like a C. And then, honestly, it's the same Super. because this fight he wasn't getting out boxed, but he was getting hurt and banged up. He was winning a stall fight. He was getting out boxed. Yeah, Postal was providing him with more resistance. I was saying it was, it was resistance. They, they both had resistance, but it was resistance in different ways. Like it's, it's I don't know what looks worse to you to see a guy get out boxed for. Moments and moments of rounds, or to see a guy keep hurting somebody just for counter punches. I mean, neither of them are good looks. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, like it's, it's hard to really say did he do better because one guy was hurting him and the other guy was outboxing him. It's like, like you don't want to, you don't like if you're training somebody, you don't want to, you don't want them to look either way because they're both bad because they're like. Outboxing, you're like, God damn, nigga, move your head. What the fuck? Like, jab, like, stop letting them outbox you. Shit, like, if you be listening, and then the other one is like, God damn, nigga, move your head. Why the fuck you keep getting hurt? Like, you can't control this dude. Like, <laughs> damn, why you keep getting hurt? Like, this is like the third time. Like, so, I mean, come on, man. Like, I don't know. It's not a good look, yo. Yeah, Gary was, that right was landing. And, and that's what that's what dropped him in the six, but very suspect stoppage. Yeah, like, uh, very he, much so. He needs to run it back. That's, uh, that's the end of story. Lone Star Chef said the version of Gary last night wouldn't beat Dev, Matthias, and Regis. No, he wouldn't beat any of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, even Regis, like, I, 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 people, people have been getting on Regis for his business decisions and all that, but that motherfucker can still fight. Like yeah, he's, he's never top. looked this this like he's discombobulated. Yeah. Yes, like he Regis could still cause a lot of problems for these guys. Yeah, so you saw how he beat the hell out of uh, Red Cash uh, last time. Yep, and and it wasn't like he his loss to um to Taylor was still a, a close yeah. a close it was a close one. And he yeah. had well, remember I, that majority decision. And and that's <laughs> close. And the thing is, um, yeah. A, uh, Android said either either Gary has work ethic issues or he has to step out of the Russell comfort zone. And they well, gotta start sparring outside their area gym. Well, I think Gary Russell Jr. was his, his main trainer this time, you know, and the other brother. So I mean, it's the first time with the dead passing. So let's give him Mulligan. He didn't win the fight. He was gonna win the fight either way, but he should have won it properly. I don't think. I don't think they're gonna do that. Like their comfort with the, with that Russell tribe, and I don't see that happening. Now you probably just bring people in, but I don't know if they'll have to expand because you know. All three brothers, will, you know, they're going to give each other quality work. That's their formula. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a family formula. It's a proven formula. And there's certain things he just got to improve on. You got to move his head more, try to box more, control the distance better. You know, so yeah, that kind of sucks. His his streak kind of looks suspect now. It's, uh, sixteen for sixteen, a little suspect. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, Lone Star said Reach is still solid Clear number two I'm not gonna argue Against that <laughs> he's, I mean, I mean, he's on, he's on Propellum So he's on no Z- Zepeda could Could definitely Argue against that 
And wait, you you have a point with Zepeda. Although I'm gonna be honest, I don't know how much Zepeda has left. I mean, the last fights were good, but that Baranchik fight is still I can't. I put like, Ramirez over Zepeda. Well, they're gonna be fighting next. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be yeah, fighting yeah. next. So because if you used to rank one forty, you would have to be like what? Catterall, Taylor, Taylor. what Ramirez, Zepeda. Uh, remember, all these guys keep fighting each other. Like it's hard to just keep Regis as clear number two. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been fighting the same ops. Like Matthias is up there. I mean, Gary Anderson Russell is still in the mix, but he's not. One forty is like the most stacked division. Oh yes, my favorite. Yeah, it's a great division right now. And just we looked at if Zapata. I looked at Zapata as the guy who. On some Fondora shit, like he's earned his clear spot as being, hey, look, I need to get the a, a belt next. But that Baron check fight, you know, it always sticks in your mind, like that ruined him. You know? Shit, we, we off that. It was the Lundy fight for me, but yeah, yeah, he, he pretty much ruined uh, Joseph Vargas now. So I mean, I ain't gonna doubt the man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he, we're- We'll see how much he has left in, 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 when he runs it back with Ramirez. So yeah, the the one forty division is still like it's fluctuating. Like and, and especially once Taylor leaves the division, now it's a free for all. Mm, so, can't wait. Yeah, so he drops the rest of those belts. Well, all he dropped basically all. He of dropped. Them. He dropped two of them, right? Yes. Yeah, he still got two of them though. So. I think the only one he's got is the well, he's got the WBO and he dropped. No, he dropped the IBF. Uh, he dropped the, WB- the WBA. Yeah, he dropped them all. Because yeah, because yeah, he dropped it's two belts. He still has. Okay, so no, so he still he still has the WBC because the WBA he dropped because yeah, WBO and, and WBO. He's got to have the whatever Bob ordered WBO belt. Yeah, no, he has a WBO belt. The, the, he dropped the WBA because Poyo and Akbadov are fighting for it on the Broner. And, he's got, and he dropped the IBF, I think. Matias is fighting for that. So yeah, he got the WBC and the and the WBO. So. It'll be interesting, but you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, you know, we were kind of hard on Gary, but he did have, you know, he, for, we were, we were fair on him because he did have his bad moments last night. He had some good moments, but he, I, there's still, he has still has so much to be seen. So yeah. we'll, we'll see how he looks moving forward. I don't know if he's yeah. gonna run it back with Bartholomew, but the next match we, we is is gonna be an eye opener to see how he rebounds from this. I'd rather him just run it back and just fix the problem because he's supposed to shut a guy like that out and just outpoint him or beat him up and and not get hit with the same big counter punches like that. Like, like them five times, yeah. Yeah, imagine if he was fighting a guy who really could punch. Yeah, he's gonna remember Ren just won a bet at one thirty, one thirty five. So you know he, he's yeah, tall. But, you know, yeah, he's tall. Him, like, yeah, does he have a little pop on his shots? Yeah, he can hit. But I mean, I didn't expect him. To, I expect him to fight. You know, fight really in the back foot. That's what he's getting fucked up. But yeah, and throwing back because he's a guy, back. A guy like Antonio Demarco. I would say he's a bigger puncher. Imagine if he was landing those same left hands. This is true. <laughs> Oh, and, and, he, and he's a pa- he's another plastic guy. So, and just like we say, like one forty, you can't sleep. Yeah, definitely. So it's gonna be interesting to see where things go for Gary. Um, you know, I, how would y'all rate his performance last night? Ah, uh, C plus. 
I agree there wholeheartedly. C plus. Just I will say B minus. Yeah, for Gary. C plus, C plus for sure. Because yeah. I want to say B minus because he got the knockdown, but then I'm like, he was getting yeah. hurt too many times in six rounds. But I think he was get, finding his rhythm. But like the fourth and fifth, he wasn't getting hit as much. By the fourth, he was even getting hurt as much. He was still getting hit. He can get hit once in a while. But I'm saying by the fifth round, he seemed like if the ref let it go and you know the way naturally just let it happen, he probably would have got a B minus with me. But you know, yeah, you gotta, yeah, it's a, it's a C plus performance. Yeah, and then the stoppage. The stoppage just makes it. Yeah. You know, puts a bad light on it. So yeah, <laughs> the referee definitely had cheese on that shit. It's almost like, um. The last time I can remember somebody getting this much ref help in in like a number of fights, it was Bradley. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> in the Jesse Vargas fight. There was a clip I saw on, of, of that same ref, like uh, David Benavides was fighting some dude. It wasn't even that hard of a punch. <laughs> he stopped the fight. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, some of these refs be like, but y'all, y'all remember what I'm talking about with, remember Jesse Vargas, like, he had, like, Bradley damn near out on his feet. Dead to rights, yes. Yeah, in the last 10 seconds, and the dude stopped the fight, and, like, and they still had 10 seconds. Yeah, that was quite the fuck up right there. <laughs> yeah, I know people be like, man, but it's 10 seconds, and it's like, if you box or you fight, you know ten seconds, seconds is an eternity. Is an eternity in a fight. Like I've seen people like stomped out, turn fights around in ten seconds. Like you mess up ten seconds in a fight. Like yeah. So I mean, we we saw we saw uh, Mosley finish off Mayorga in like two with two seconds left on the clock. So. <laughs> Dude's be like, nah, nah. He couldn't have made a difference in ten seconds. Like, dude, I don't see like Dwayne Wade made a comeback on on the, the the Pistons in fucking ten seconds. Like, yeah. <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. Like, you kidding me? Like, a- Android said, I still give it a seven and a half out of ten. With his talent, we all expect like a nine out of ten against that level of op. Fair point. Fair point, but I mean seven point five. <laughs> I mean, he, look, he was supposed to look like 10 for this guy. And he gave us like a 7 with a minus. Yeah. Because cause the stoppage. And he was getting hurt, man. He get hurt too damn much. Yeah. I don't know. That was, that was, that was quite a, a fuckery filled first open, <laughs> opening match. Yeah, it, it was. Um, but he's he definitely doing better than what's his name in the next fight. Oh boy! All right, let's get into that. So when we we go from 140 to the heavyweights. Oh boy, sloppy heavyweights, but heavyweights nonetheless. The return of one Adam Kalnaki. Uh, last time we saw Adam Kalnaki was not in a favorable condition. Uh, you know, getting beat the fuck up against Robert Hellenius for the second time. Uh, those fights took a lot out of him. So I was wondering how he was going to look coming into this fight. If this was a make or break for him, for me, in my mind, um, if he looked poor in this fight and stick a fork in him, he's a draw though. I will say that at the Barclays because, uh, Brooklyn has a very, uh, significant, uh, population of Polish and they show out for Kalnaki. I've been to the Barclays when he's fought. Those Polish people. 
they, those Polish motherfuckers come out for that motherfucker. They love Kalnaki. And they came out in full force. Uh, one thing I noticed is Kanaki actually came in a little lighter this time. So I was like, okay. Yeah, like, he, like he looked like he took the, uh, he did some road work. Like he took training serious. He looks, he looked more slimmed down than his last fight in October on that Fury yeah. card. He, he, this is the best he's ever looked. Let's just yeah. be honest. Like, this is the best he's ever looked. He was 252 last night, which is a lot lighter than he's come in before. I will say that. Because you know what I'm saying like I, I I at one point I was joking around calling him Polish Ruiz like <laughs> both sloppy as fuck but yeah <laughs> so um you know and he came in facing Ali Erin Demarison you know if I'm saying it's right uh, his name right but you know Demarison is uh, was the betting favorite and you know he's a former Olympian he could you know he boxes pretty well and he could fight. So I was going to see, we were going to see what Kaunaki had left. Um, Kaunaki started out, you know, he started out well, in my opinion, um, first couple of rounds, until the pace slowed down, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it just wasn't there for him. But he was throwing punches. He, they, they was throwing some fists. Cause he was fighting behind, dude. That's what happened. And it's like... They, they both stood in front of each other and the one with the better technique just picked the other guy apart. Uh, De- DeRo- uh, I'm, I'm going to give you a pass for that, Android. DeRozan. DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan was hitting that one-two like he had a cheat code. Literally at will. Yeah, you're right. That one-two was there for him all night. I mean, when Kalnaki wasn't doing anything about it, like he wasn't moving his head uh he wasn't trying to parry it, or he wasn't trying to step in and stuff the punch. Like yeah, he started off good, but I mean, like Kalaki was throwing punches, and like it was weird because um, Demarzin was getting off first, and he was connecting with better shots. But it was like if he was a bigger puncher, he would have done a lot more damage because he was hitting him with some shit. Both of them, like neither of them are big punchers because they was hitting some shit where where if it was a bigger puncher. Both of the motherfuckers would have been hurt. I think Kalnaki might be the bigger puncher, punch for punch, but it's like he wasn't getting his rhythm going as far as letting the hands go. Uh, Lone Star Chef said, no defense, though. Both had the same style, but the op- his opposition was slightly better. Uh, yeah. Can't argue with that. Um, but that's pretty much what it was because one guy had a better one, too. And, and he was just better coordinated, better skill, and 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 he 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 dealt with the fi- the incoming firepower ba- better. Count Kalnaki couldn't get out of the way of the one two. He wasn't going to use his footwork. Um, he didn't move his head at all. And if look, if, if you're if you're one of these guys who can get out boxed and fight behind your opponents. Then you need to be throwing a gazillion punches. Yeah. And if you know, meaning once someone hits you with a one-two, you need to be throwing three, four, five punches back. And if you don't, then everyone's gonna just remember that one-two. <laughs> <laughs> Lone Star Steph calling Kaunaki big pudding. <laughs> big pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Big Pudding wasn't jabbing like Shutter said. He was down and knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like he kind of gave up. 
and he just kind of reminded everyone he was there by just being in front of him and landing the occasional punch. Like, like low key, he was kind of like, um, damn. And I don't know if everybody's seen this uh, the Dermianchenko's fight with Conley. I did see that. Yeah, like, like Conley, like, kind of tried harder. At times, he fought in spurts. At times, he fought in spurts. Yeah, but he he always lets you know, like, hey, look, you ain't just gonna have your way with me because I'm gonna throw this big ass haymaker that's gonna get your fucking attention. He could have won that fight, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So so and that and that's basically what Kanaki was doing. But the thing is, his his the punches he would throw, like he wasn't getting dude attention. They yeah, would just land. Where the early, early rounds it was earlier, yeah. like the first couple of rounds, he was rocking him a little bit. Yeah, that didn't let you know how his power didn't even carry throughout the fight like yeah, that. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. Whereas his Conley still rocking, or he was still like landing with authority on Dervianchenko late into the fight. Yo, yo, Andre, you 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 got to stop. You're fucking killing me. Kanyaki <laughs> fights like he's straight out of the original Punch Out. King Hippo with combos. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yo, you brought it back. I can't, bro. <laughs> King Hippo. But it was an entertaining fight. King Hippo. <laughs> <laughs> it was an entertaining fight, and in the end, um, scores were close, and um. Ali Derezin came out the winner. Uh, unanimous decision. I think I, I agree with that. I thought he won the fight. It was a good yeah. fight, yeah, but the, 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 the winner, the winner was the right one. That was the right winner. It was, it was a good scoring on that. I thought maybe it would have been fuckery because he's a fan favorite, Polish, New York, but it's good, you know. Yeah, the Barclays right didn't now. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Kyle, he, Kyle, he just, he gotta do more, man. He just. Should he like retire or think about his career? Well, well, he did talk about that. He said that he's going to have a, a very long talk with his wife, and he wants to see what he's going to do in his career. Like, he doesn't want to go out like this. He's like, I'm not going to go out like a fucking loser. He he said it like that. So yeah, that's the spirit. He so he definitely wants to continue. I think he'll probably fight again. Um, he still he can still always fight the Barclays because he's always gonna he's always gonna bring bring people to the Barclays because he has a popular he has a fan base in Brooklyn and they will come out to see. And then he needs to improve, man. Like like boxing is one of those things. It's not like math or well, I guess if you suck at math, that hurts you. Like your earning power in the future when you were a kid, but. It's still not like you can still make moves in life, but like with boxing, if you suck at dodging punches or beating somebody ass, like you could get killed. Yep. It's so true. it's like you gotta improve. Like Kalnaki gets hit too easily, and now that you know, okay, he lost all the excess weight. He's looking like he's in the right frame, like what he needs to be. But if you're not fighting like a person who's at 250, then what's the point of being 250? This is true. Don't fight like a guy at 280 when you're weighing 250. <laughs> that is a, that's great. Like, right. yeah, you know I mean, like whenever you see Chris Chris Ariola lose weight, you saw his hands move more. Yep, this is true. So, Even Ruiz. 
yeah even we so it's like so when you lose weight we expect to see you try a little harder you know throw more punches we don't want to see you plod and stalk and be in the middle of the ring getting hit with one twos yeah you're right i i i like kaunashi he's a good guy um i just don't know how much more he has and how much more punishment he can take he's he's management man that's like honestly like if 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 pbc wasn't trying to protect wilder so much back back then during the ortiz fights and shit like they should have ran the count that they fight with him. No, that's what they were building up. They were, building they were up trying to, to build do that. that up. Yeah, no, they, they, were taking, they were taking too fucking long to build it up, though. I think Hellenius has ruined the plans. Yeah. Because they took too fucking long. And now Hellenius <laughs> is going to get that Wilder payday. <laughs> Gotta oh, love yeah. it. Hopefully somebody. Um, now, for Demarizin, um he that this was a good win for him and i think he could probably parlay this into a into a nice little fight like you know what i'm saying uh he, he could i could see him fighting somebody like a chisora or a parker or even probably you know he could maybe yeah, get a moment in chisora man i mean i'm i'm just saying because chisora is out there wanting to fight anybody so <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, you said a wilder? Nah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, no, I mean, I mean, he, I mean, you can see it. Mm-hmm. You could see it in, in like, as, a, as just a, a, a touch. I don't nah, know. They're, gonna, they're not going to run that on wilder. That's that's more of a, um, would they give him a chance with, uh, well, he lost the FA drug, but they should run that back. You know, he's on, you know, he's on top rank. You know, the Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, that's more of a Sanchez, Charles Martin type of fight for him. Like, if they want to showcase him, they'll give him a Charles Martin. If they want to give him a toss up, they'll Frank Sanchez him. Nah, Sanchez will beat him. No, I mean, I I believe that too. But that's still that's an upward fight for him, though. They're both on PBC, so it's easy for him. I mean, he would be a like he would be used as a guy that's now credible because he's not a world beater yeah. or a top contender, but he's credible. So it's yeah. a win on your record. Yeah, if you beat him, it, it, it looks good. See now the Exabo win is looking better. Like yeah, yep. So you know, nice little. So, head yeah, head. it would definitely look good. It would look good for uh, Frank Sanchez or or anybody at like. Let Johnny get on in the, get in on this. Fuck that. Oh, yep. like, Johnny Rice. Um, like, come on. Like, Android said PBC is good at parlaying wins. They always have something for the B sides if they end up with the upset. That is true. That's true. But the crazy thing about that is, even though PBC does that good, they still don't know how to build a good B side. That's the crazy part about it. They they know how to parlay good wins, but they could never make good B side like attractions. Like like if they like Devin Alexander was supposed to be a good B side for Spence. But they never let they never let Devin Alexander turn his career around. So they couldn't build him up to be anything. When when they fucked them out of the Birdo wins and the Virgil or Tease wins, that not Virgil um 
Victor Ortiz. I'm sorry. Victor Ortiz, yeah. When they fucked him out of those wins, that told you right there. Because Devin Alexander was on his way to be a more credible opponent than Danny Garcia. At welterweight. See, he got better wins, too. <laughs> Can't argue with that. So, so just imagine... And not just on Spence, he would have been a good fight for Boots, Thurman, a lot of people at welterweight, but PBC fucked that up. This is true. <laughs> Can't argue with that. I mean, it's, so like, it's like, yeah, it's good. Yes, you're right. They they parlay them, but then it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like you could make they don't you lead can, anywhere. That's you can get more. Yes, you can get more out of them. It's like you're basically just kind of just pri- like just sacrificing them. Like, yeah, PBC like is good for the spinoffs. Top rank will give you, will give you the series. Yes, like like PBC will give you give you like one good spinoff episode. Like you'll get you'll get your what if episode, but top yeah. rank somehow gets you a series. Like they'll make you a good B side for a while. Yeah, PBC sure. hasn't learned that yet. Yeah, because whenever they have someone, they they fuck it up or they they make a bad decision happen or something and and or or inactivity kills it. Yep. <laughs> but we'll see how that goes. It'll be interesting to see where both guys, you know, where both guys' careers go from here. So. I'll read an Android comment. <laughs> Sam Watson. Yeah. Yes, we got another ethnic dude in the back. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> Yep So you know Nice little heavyweight scrap And now I think it's time we're here for the main event You know Return of Danny Swift Garcia He was wondering when he was going to come back And tonight was the night And was wondering how he was going to look At 154 New division So new division new Danny We was going to find out last night And we did Um First thing is, I, I do find it funny how he came in at 152. He didn't even come in at the 154 limit, which lets me know mm, he probably still could have made 147. Um, Weight-wise, he looked okay, but like I said, I still feel like he could have, like, he's still good for 147. I don't know if 154 is going to be for him, you know. I mean, it didn't look like he was just, like, I think he's outgrown 147, but I think these guys are like tweeners. They're more of a one fifty type of division. I'm not. Tweeners. I'm not with the tweener shit. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what these guys are. But the thing is, I don't even think Danny even is on a you know, tweener shit. I think it's just he's been training for so long that he wasn't gonna be one fifty four unless he. Yeah, this is off. This is like almost two year layoff. Two, you know, two year layoff. You know, yeah. He, it's not yeah. for his career, you know. So didn't like Thurman kind of weigh um, light king in his fight? He, he weighed, no, he weighed one forty one forty six. He always weighs like one around one forty six. Like he never weighs in at the one forty seven limit. It's always like one forty six, one forty five. So yeah, no, I get it. Um, yeah, like if these like if, if Danny bolted up, like I could see it, but I don't think he. It's yeah, more of a strategy. Yeah, he, like honestly, I don't think he's a one seven one forty seven guy anymore. Like I think he's really is more so getting bigger at one fifty four. 
Well, he always mentioned going to 154, and, you know, I mean, if you say to 147, he's looked at as a gatekeeper, this is like a new perspective or a new lens on him moving up, you know, new weight division. Everybody's been complaining, like, honestly, he didn't look bad. Like, he let his hands go, he nope. made a big shot. <laughs> not. Like, I don't know what people be expecting. Like, niggas be wanting Danny Garcia to look like Mikey Garcia, but then Mikey <laughs> Garcia's fights be like... Like uneventful too. Sometimes to Dan on his level. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah, like I, when has Danny lost to damn the Sandor Martin dude? Yeah, mm. Danny only lost to the you know guys he you know probably um, was better than. You know, I, I think coming back, I thought he looked pretty solid. He he looks pretty fresh. You know, he boxed smart. Uh, I don't think Benavidez fought, fought the raw, the right fight anyway. But you know, he he. He was fighting inside too much, and like he should have been fighting more from a distance. I'm like, why was he playing into Danny's fight? And why was he taunting with his tongue out the whole fight? That was idiotic. <laughs> Man, it's like you see like dude trying to be on some street shit. Like he wants yeah, to bring some type of gangster shit to the sport. And, so your brother, your brother laughed you times too, bro. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I have no problem with that if you're good yeah, and yeah. you can make it work. But if you're just getting whooped up. Yeah, what I mean, mugging and shit don't really, you know. Last time we saw Danny throw this many punches. Spence fight. I was talking about that with people. They were like, no. they were like, well, you know, if only he threw more punches. I'm like, he threw 900 punches in the Spence fight. So it was like, it wasn't 900, it was 700. But I mean, besides that, generally, you know, like, it was like, you know, but that's still a lot of punches for Danny, though. Yes, for Danny, that's a lot of punches. So if you look, see 700 punches from Danny is like 900 punches from everyone else. If, if you were to tell me that regardless of the result, that Danny was going to throw 700 punches, I'm cool. I'm cool with whatever happens because he at least he threw punch. How many have been a Venus throw? He, he didn't land many, that's for he sure. Yeah, he went <laughs> shit. He landed like basically like, like 10, 15 punches. Right? <laughs> like in three rounds. Android said. Andrew said, Danny Garcia impressed me, no lie. He used more boxing than I've seen from him in a long, long time. Yeah, but, but this doesn't prove, prove anything to me for him at 154. No, of course not, because Benavidez looked trash last time. He looked trash last night. Like This was more like a, a, a Russ... Uh, uh, a a tune-up, a definition. Yeah, tune-up, get, you know, get the rust off, ring rust, you know, rust check. Like, shout out to Rusty, like... Yeah, I think, you know, overall, it was a solid performance from Danny. I'm not going to complain too much. You know, uh, it would be funny if, if what's his name was here, you know, our, our resident, you know, uh, Danny hater, uh, <laughs> Matt Scorpio. Yeah, like, he was just some, like, he be on some extra shit, like, real talk, like, like, shout out to Pat, but That's it is funny because. And and I I really clearly see this like since since I'm a Golovkin fan like the hate he has for Danny is how I feel like 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 Golovkin haters be with Golovkin. <laughs> he has that same energy, but for Danny and and he was perceived as a hater though. And I'm like, dude, you be hating because it's like. He was projecting so much shit on us last week, and we're like, like, dude, like, none of us is like stressing about this fight. Yeah, no one's like, even when I said something about the twelfth round stoppage, he was like, 
Um, he brought up Crawford and was like, dude, like, like Crawford like, has nothing to do with this. Like, <laughs> like that shit was like so far from our mind. Like, like no one was looking forward to this fight. This was just such a like ho hum. Like, yeah, we cool with Danny. Like, yeah, but come on, bro. Like, so it's, it's just funny when he, yeah, he, it's like he cared about this fight more than us. Yeah, like I. And, and, I and, <laughs> That's why it's weird and, and him being a Golovkin fan And seeing how Dudes just wake up And be like Ah man This old middleweight Motherfucker Ain't done shit all Since the last Canelo fight And the motherfucker Would say that Or tweet that Without brushing their teeth For like no reason And he'll do the exact Same shit for Danny Garcia Like He'll just randomly This motherfucker Can't Dodge a jab Oh my god <laughs> He he, lost, he got skunked by Porter Like dude most people had Porter as a close fight No it wasn't Like, It was a close fight I, know, I was there for that And it was closer than people made it out to be like, Dude that fight was so close That fight was won On like a couple more Offensive spurs of- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, In fact In fact I always remember Spence saying that he thought Danny won that fight. Like there were people that thought he won that. There were a few people who won, like, bro. Honestly, you had more people saying Danny beat Porter than you had Canelo beating Golovkin in the first fight. That this is true. <laughs> no argument. No argument there. <laughs> so, so you know, say what's up with the scorecards of, of, of this Danny fight? Yeah, yeah, hold on, Leo. We gotta talk about that. Like, first of all, those judges were trash. This should be bro. No, no, uh, Roland, Roland had it. A, had it a fucking draw. That was bullshit. That was fucking. Yeah, there's no on Google Earth. That fight was a fucking draw. I yeah, had it nine disgusting. to three. I had it nine to three, which which one of the judges had it, and then Glenn Feldman had it eight to four, one sixteen, one twelve. I had like ten two, man. Yeah, like, like you, if you had Benavidez winning more than three rounds, and three is even a stretch. Yeah, he I give him an extra round. I give him an three extra for round. a pity round. Yeah. <laughs> you can do a pity round. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like three is the utmost limit. Like you can't give him more than three. No eight four, nah. No eight four. That eight four is still bad. That's yeah, he definitely that. won that fight. That was some bullshit. Benavidez, it was hard to give rounds to him because. He wasn't throwing. He wasn't really poor job of controlling the round. Like he wasn't in general shit was just so non existent. Like he would land a punch here or there, but then he would eat jabs. Or he would get hit to the body. Or he would eat a big right hand. He had either left hook. So it's like flat footed Danny was was dancing out there. And Danny was looking like the Matisse fight. That's why everybody's like, oh my god, like, because he literally hasn't used any footwork in like so long. Yeah, he's using footwork going to the left and the right. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, but, I mean, we all know Danny won that fight and pretty easily. It was not a yeah, only, only no Pat who, who, who gets the uh, scorecards filled out three weeks before the fight. <laughs> They think, think this was some type of big disappointment. Honestly, Turbo Fist was more of a disappointment. Yeah. He, got, he got hurt by a guy who was more washed than Benavidez. Yep. So see, people look at Benavidez more as a never was. No, I get it. I get it. Um, 
Yeah, no controversy here. Easy win for Danny. Um, I gotta give him props though. Afterwards, he was definitely was not expecting him to start tearing up and you know talking about his mental health issues, which I'm always a big fan of. I'm I'm an advocate for mental health and therapy and you know dealing with anxiety and depression. So I was definitely not expecting that. I, I do salute Danny for that because he was very honest. That's dope. That's dope. That's real dope. moment. Yeah, hell yeah. And, and honestly, honestly, because it was it was genuine. It wasn't just on no no bullshit. Like the mental, right. They used the whole mental health on some whole shit. Awesome. It felt true. It felt genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Like escape accountability with the whole mental health shit. Just on some like, oh my mental health. Like you you get out of free get out of jail free card. Like he's either like yeah yeah, yeah. or. I didn't expect that from that. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the most emotional I ever showed. He was like, I fight. I fight through it. I have these issues and I fight yeah. through them. And you can fight through them too. That's what yeah. I do. And he wasn't trying to sell you like, anything on no Tyson Fury shit. Like, it was just on some humble, down to earth, everyday man type shit. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's felt that. Like, like yeah. so, I respect the, the Danny Garcia and. Good performance. Yeah. Put yeah. some sharks out there, though. I'm sure he'll be wise. So now we'll talk about that. So we'll yeah. see now what's next for Danny. We know he said when he was asked, you know, who do you want to fight next? He said, I'll fight anybody, but I want to rematch Keith Thurman because he took my O. And if not, I'll fight Laura for the middleweight title at 155. Interesting names he called uh, out. <laughs> Both Laura, both both Danny and Thurman have called out Laura <laughs> for a catchweight. Yeah, I'm gonna see Laura's food right now or something. The yeah, um, no, but he's going up to one. He's at one sixty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's become like a fucking counterpunch knockout artist at fucking one sixty. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I mean, who would he fight at one sixty to really? The Tekken training dummy, cornbread, yeah, corn, cornflake, brother and shit. Like, yeah, like I, uh, a, a knockout against Frosted Flakes proves nothing for me. So, <laughs> yeah, but um, he did even, like, the, damn, even the Street Fighter car fight back. Like, at least he honk the horn or something. Like, yep. So, cornflake just this crumble. <laughs> So it will be interesting to see what Danny does next. What I was not expecting was Keith Thurman heard this and then decided to go on Twitter and give us some bars. <laughs> Yo, this motherfucker was crazy. <laughs> you can't pass the Danny Garcia test. You're talking about Street Fighter giving you that yoga flame. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude tweeting out bars. Yeah, that was a hold on, hold on. I gotta read this because it's too no, funny. That was like about eight bars on there. He tweeted, "I'm too pretty. I'm too blessed. TSG can never pass the Keith Thurman test. I beat that boy with bone spurs. I wasn't even at my best. My man, my IQ is even higher. His feet are slow like a flat tire. <laughs> this is not a game. It's not Street Fighter. But I will hit you with that yoga flame. Yo." <laughs> This nigga really came with bars. I was not expecting that. I'm <laughs> bars in box, and I, I'll allow it. Yes, <laughs> it definitely checks off. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't, I don't think that's fight happening again. Like, I, I wanted to see uh, Keith versus Porter again. You know, both those. That's I was thinking about that the other day. I was, it's crazy how that 
that generation of, of Welter just came and went and disappeared, you know? Well, you know, you know, Pilot, we would have gotten that fight if it wasn't for them ordering uh, Crawford and uh, Porter. Uh, yeah. We would have seen Thurman and Porter run it back. Because Thurman yeah, admitted yeah. They were close to it, yeah. So. I think that was better for the sport. Yeah. Uh, Lone Star Steph said. Uh, Danny's the biggest name at 154 with drawback, and yes, he can make 47 fine. He boxed circles around Jose. Nice win to get back into the mix. Sucks he doesn't want to fight, fight Tony the Tiger. Guessing he means Tony Harrison. That's classic Detroit versus Philly type fight. But I think I think Tony would just be a little too big and can box too well. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think Tony's interested in fighting Danny. I mean, but I mean, he wants he wants that 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 big fight. So who knows? We'll see. Yeah, it's, a fight. It's, it's a money fight for him, but like it's not like a money fight for Charlo or anybody else. But that's I think that I really think that's what they're angling for. Like you're yeah. angling for Danny to be a like like a voluntary defense for Charlo. That's Danny don't suck smoke, but I don't know. Good. No, I'm saying it's trash though because unless Carlo, unless you're gonna fast track him to three fights a year, it's a wasted fight because for him to make that one fight that year and it's just gonna be Danny and you got Fundora and Tim Tazu and all these other names that are just nice and and just juicy and ready for the taking, like to make great events to get a belt. Yeah, like, but if you say, look, let me handle Tim Tazu in January, put Danny on my undercard against Tony Harris or some shit, or something, I can get the winner in in uh, early summer, and then come in the fall, winner, and get Fondora, like... Nigga, you know that shit not happening. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, it's realistic, like, it could happen, but... I'm just saying, like, who wants to, who wants, okay, so, who, who wants to attempt to fight in January with Jamel Charlo, and then and nothing happens for the whole year, and then next February in 2024, you get a Danny Garcia fight. What, what are you talking about? What do you mean? What, 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 what happened? Well, see, the problem is, like, he can't fight Danny anytime soon, because he, unless he wants to give up one of the belts, because he got a shitload of mandatories coming up. He yeah, already yeah, got He's already got the zoo fight. Afterwards, um, you know, Fondora's looking at... Fondora is at the top of the WBC list. And then you got his IBF mandatory, which is actually even before the WBC. So, how's he going to... What time is he going to get to fight Danny? Like yeah, That's why it's a pointless fight, because yeah. no one wants to give up a fight like that when you're only fighting once a year. Trevor better off just dropping the belts and moving up, but whatever. That's gonna happen soon anyway. Why so like, move up? Dude, he look why move up in a from a from a buzzing hot division to go to a stale division that even your brother hasn't done anything in there? Maybe you can revive it. I don't know. Do it by doing what? I'm not a fan defending the speed in this era. I don't know. All I'm saying is Jamel Charlo. He can't move up without fighting the Tim Tazu and fighting Fondora. Like, like if he, it'll be a like it'll be a legit duck. I'm sorry, legit duck. If he don't fight Fondora before he leaves. Now, if he go to 160, he need to have a plan. Because if he just go up there and do the same thing Maul doing, no one trying to hear that shit. Yeah, Maul with that division. I I think 
I think it's more likely that if if if, if, if I'll say this, if Charles is going to sit around at 154 and take these fights, um, I think it's I'm more likely rather see we more likely rather see him fight Spence when he moves up to 154 than fight Danny at 154. Yeah, because that's I mean you got a built-in storyline championship, you know, but I doubt that's going to happen. Like, like who gonna who, what the trainer gonna do? Like, I doubt that's happening. Oh, I, 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 in that instance, I would see um, Spence uh, getting uh, getting um, his getting the trainer and fucking Charlo going somewhere else. Maybe go back to Roddy Shields for one fight. I don't know. But nah, Derek James and Ryan was 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 staying with Spence. We all know that. Nah, they gonna, they not gonna fight. It's too many other good fights to make. Spence said he would fight. He would make. He would fight. Spence has said he would fight Charlo. Like he has no issue doing that. All the time, man. So he'll fight a motherfucker he loved, but he won't fight a motherfucker he hate in Thurman. Spence not fighting Charlo. <laughs> yeah, fucking sense. Like, let me see. Shuttered. Would you swing on this nigga in ring gang that y'all love and y'all say y'all brothers, or would you swing on this dude that you can't stand? Like, hmm. Like, yeah, come on, really? Like, well, I mean, I think in that instance, it's I would rather make money with my brother than make money with someone I hate. He's being petty. His friend's being petty. I think he tweeted about that too. He said what I meant, and I said that I meant it. You know, talking about Keith. Whole shit, dog. That's that's just whole shit. I'm be honest, it's whole shit. Cause look, I right, so you telling me, so you rather give? So this is a scenario. Fuck it. You got person A who is your friend. Would you rather punch him in the face three times for ten thousand dollars? Or person B, someone at your job that you can't stand, and you get to punch him in the face three times for fifty thousand. Yeah, I'm taking the fifty thousand. <laughs> that's like a win-win, right? Yep. Yeah, that, that's all. That's all I'm saying. That's what that shit is to me. Like, like a Thurman Spence fight. Generates money That's a big fight Like It's way more Selling points than And more realistic than Charlo Spence Charlo Spence ain't gonna generate that The money that Thurman Spence can I mean I think it would generate money If you put it in Texas I do think that a Charlo yeah, Spence Of course you'll have to put it in Texas <laughs> and it'll be as a Texas fight, but it won't be the same. Like honestly, Spence Virgil Ortiz generates more. Cause now you're getting two two of those fan bases. Charlo Spence is the same fan base. True, true. Thurman is a whole different fan base. Yep. And he gonna connect with the casuals more. He's articulate. Like I'm, I'm telling you, like. That's a big money fight that they just keep sleeping on. Thurman knows it's a big fight. Thurman gave you know, a lot of Filipino fans too, you know, from the Pacquiao fight. Yeah, that's true too. Like, like, 
Like I'm, I'm telling y'all, man. No, 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 Lone Star. Lone Star Steph, we're not gonna do that. Uh, but Thurman disrespected uh, Spence on the come up, took money from that. No, no. Nah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's let's go ahead. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's deal with that. Man. <laughs> then he ducked him, quote unquote. Ducked oh him. my god! Because I was going on Twitter on this for the minute like he did not duck him they were not at a, at a point in time where that fight was feasible it was like, come on now when, and when the fight was feasible when he got the belt Keith got hurt so he couldn't fight him anyway they, the fight was never feasible like the time it was never feasible it's it's the welterweight version of Golovkin Andre Ward it's a fight that Somehow haters or detractors tried to make seem like it was realistically possible. It's, hold on, it's the same thing that people. Was. It's the same thing people are saying that um, Spencer's ducking boots. The same people in those comments saying that same shit. But see, okay, this is the thing. You can't have it both ways. If if you're gonna say Thurman duck Spence, then you have to say Spence's ducking boots. Which one is it? Mm-hmm. The they want to say Thurman duck Spence, but then they don't. But then they don't want to say Spence is ducking boots. You can't have it both ways. See, the reality is, Thurman was just too fucking injured, and the timeline just doesn't add up for the Spence fight. It just, unfortunately, it just doesn't add up with with Thurman's injuries, and no one wants to hear that, but they know it's true. Fair enough. Oh, well, Lone Star Steph's saying he didn't he didn't say he was ducking. He's not talking about that. All right, I'm just making sure you're not saying he was ducking. Oh, that's my fault for bringing that up, man. That's my fault. No, I mean, like, I, I don't think they were ducking each... I don't think he was ducking then, him. It, it's then, 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 hold on. What's the whole disrespected on the come up? Because this is boxing. Like, dudes is going to talk shit, like... And that's what and that's what it comes back down to, the whole enemy shit. If you, if you felt this dude was so disrespected... And the universal balance, the pendulum in life is swinging towards your favor. And you're the A-side and you're that guy. Beat this light-skinned motherfucker's ass and be done with it. But then just to be on some whole shit and you constantly, I said what I said and I meant it. Like, dude, fight this nigga already, ho. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it depends. So, like, I'm not one, I, I'm not one of those people, like, I, like, I know you say, well, you know, he has to fight him. I'm not saying he has to fight, but, like, it depends on what's lined up. Like, if, if this Spence Crawford fight falls through, and Lord knows I fucking hope it does not fall through, I'm gonna be so pissed if it does fall through. Like, what are the options? What are the options for for Spence? Like, there's no really better option if he stays at 147 than Keith. There's just no better option. But and, and that's the thing. It's like, like even then, if Spence leaves, he leaves so much food on the table. Thurman, Virgil Ortiz, Boots, Dan Jonas. You gotta fight one of those four fucking names. First off, um, Henny got slick. Did Danny lose? I missed it. No, he did not lose. He didn't come anywhere close to losing. So don't worry about it. <laughs> You're good there. He didn't lose. Um, I think with this, oh, and Lone Star Chef said, as as far as Spence ducking boots, no unifications, aka undisputed right now, trumps Mandos. That's a fact. I get that. There's no mandatory in that instance. It's all subjective until the fight happens or not. That's the same reason I was saying last week with the whole Ryan Garcia and Tank situation. Whereas I'm not calling anybody names. I'm not getting on anybody until until we know what's next. Until a fight's lined up. Like 
if if Tank and Ryan can't get a fight lined up, then yeah, we blaming dudes, and yeah, they fucking up. But until something pops off between them, then I'm holding out doubt. I'm just holding out. Same thing with Crawford. But it, same thing with Crawford and Spence. But the thing is with Spence, it's on it's on both of those guys to take meaningful fights if they don't fight each other. And see, unlike the Floyd Pacquiao situation, you actually got meaningful fights because these guys aren't. Light years above the comp So all the surrounding fights Around Floyd and Pacquiao Weren't as meaningful as the ones you got around Crawford and Spence Because these guys ain't Floyd and Pacquiao So a Spence and Jonas fight Is still a fight of the year That's a great fight a fucking Spence Thurman fight is still a fight of the year. That's a great fight. A fucking Spence goddamn Crawford fight, fight of the year, great fight. Spence Virgil Ortiz, all of these, whatever you fucking match them up, fucking goddamn Jamal James and fucking Spence would be an entertaining fight. Uh, Lone Star Steph said, for four years, people want Crawford versus Spence, and now y'all talking Spence should fight all these other names for clout or our enjoyment. Spence said he was going to clean up his side, then Crawford, then move up. He has said this forever. Come on now, Shudder. Um, I get that. Um, but I'm saying if I'm just going on this on the if the Crawford fight doesn't happen, like y'all are saying all this extra shit. If the Crawford fight doesn't happen, then goddamn we write the fucking whole Spence to the fucking fire and, and tell him, hey look, you got three, four other good fucking names to fight. Fight him. If he doesn't fight Thurman, fine, that's cool. But dude, don't fucking duck boots. Don't fucking duck Stan Jonas. You gotta fight one of those motherfuckers. Cause if you don't, you're gonna be a guy who allegedly cleared out welterweight with the best fucking opponent is goddamn Sean Porter. This is if he's he's going to 154. If it doesn't happen, I agree. And here's the thing: when that look, so this motherfucker is top five pound for pound, unified champ, yada 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 yada, and the best name on his record is Sean Porter, a guy, a, a guy, Sean Porter, the same guy Benavidez was just saying garbage the other day while promoting the fucking Danny Garcia fight. Tell me, I'm lying. I mean, maybe you want to say Kell Brook is best, his best opponent. If you want to say that was his best win, but even then, yeah. Right. That's still not, dude. Fucking most people rate Thurman above Kell Brook, and he ain't never even fought, dude. Yep. Um, come on, man. Like, y'all, it's like, look, niggas is trying to get Spence hypothetical passes. Like, look, he doesn't fight Crawford, fine. You gotta fight either Boots, Thurman, Ortiz, or Stan Jonas. It would, it would, and Connor been to this bitch. Most it would happen. No, it it would have to be Stan Jonas because he, Stan Jonas. he's, been he's, he's next in line because he took that the the it fight. Had nothing wrong with that fight. That's a great fight. And if he was to fight him before he moved up, cool. At least you got one of the best young upcoming next next in line dudes. I give you that, but you can't talk this clean the division now when you just started fighting a couple good welters a couple years ago. J- Jamel Charlo could say he cleaned out of division. 
a Josh Taylor to say he clean up a division a little bit. But you can't get at the Spence. Did Spence fight better people than Crawford? Yes. And, and this is still in Crawford too. Crawford, if he don't fight Spence, he need to be fighting a fucking Thurman. He need to be fighting a Boots. I'm not putting this all on Spence. It's both of them motherfuckers. I've heard, I've heard, everybody. I've heard allegedly if the fight does not fall through, if the fight falls through, I've heard Golden Boy will be knocking on Crawford's door to get Virgil that fight. So. And, and that's a good fight. If you're not gonna fight Spence, get, fight the other bad motherfucker from Texas. Yep. I mean, we'll see. There's too many movies. I just hope this fucking fight does not fall through. If just give us Crawford Spence, so we don't have to worry about this other shit. Because that'll just lead to another whole rabbit hole that I don't want to go down. Just make this fucking undisputed. But make make the fight happen, so we don't have to. Play consolation prize contest, so yeah. we don't have to be like, all right, so runner up this would be runner up that. Like, nah, nah, like, like I want to see Crawford Spence, but a part of me is over it already. Like, I felt like, like I hate when fights people try to make fights marinate too long. Like, people try to make this on some like, let Spence and Crawford be. The final pieces When I felt like We could have got this fight At any time In the last Three four years And that's um, even Including The goddamn accident uh, Lone Star Steph I, I hear what you're saying I hear you Just not Not just satisfied With Spence's work At 47 All good I don't think it's that We're not satisfied With his work At 147 You know how much shit I gave Crawford On this fucking podcast Like I, I hate Spence Over Crawford At 147 All the time His wins over Ugas Porter Like that Broke all that shit The only thing Crawford has Over anybody At welterweight Is the fucking Porter KO Kenny's throwing in the towel, but yeah, <laughs> he unlocked the goddamn uh, Kenny Porter PSN trophy. Like that's all he did. Like the notification came up for the towel. The rest is history. I'm just saying. Like I mean, I think that I will say this, Lone Star. I think that you can be satisfied with Spence's work at 147 while at while still acknowledging that if he left 147. He would still have left some meat on the table. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, I mean, some, sometimes pause there'll be some meat on the table, you know. But dude, it's too it's too fucking much though. Like, this ain't no look. If if Bitter Beave and Bivol fight, and if Bitter Beave was talking about going to cruiserweight, we wouldn't say nothing about it, right? Nope. Because literally Bavol's the last person. Like Zerto, as much as Zerto's making his comeback and his momentum, Zerto hasn't made enough noise to be said he was ducked or whatever. Like we won't remember it as Zerto being that guy that better be avoided. If if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like now the situation with 147 is a little different. You might have fight Crawford, but it took so long to get the Crawford fight that you actually had other like several legit threats kind of build up within that same time frame to where it's like 
you can't really just ignore him. And to be fair, that's not on Spence completely, but it's a byproduct of the situation. It just is what it is. Exactly, because I'm not even saying Spence needs, needs to clean up all these guys. I'm saying it's both. And to be honest with you, it's more Crawford than anybody. I'll be the first one to tell you that if there was one guy who needed to fight one of these young fighters at 147 first out of anybody, it would be Crawford. Absolutely. And 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 if, if, if there was one person that that need to be that that boots need to be fed to, it's Crawford or Virgil Ortiz, like one of those. Because I felt when. When Spence and Danny Garcia and Porter and Thurman, when all those guys were fighting each other and and, and fighting the contenders at 147, Crawford kind of just had it easy. And that's been my whole big take on that. Yeah, that's true. Well, this Bob Emmer's model, having one guy in the division, just, you know, not really much competition. I don't know. It's just a whole shit show. Hopefully, this we won't. It won't come to this point, and we won't have to bitch and moan and gripe because Lord knows we've done that too many times. All fucking ready. Yeah, sources say no. Sources say November. So just trust the sources. No, we just want to see this fight. (laughs) Shout out to to Low Star stuff because we all just you know. It's all love. It's all love. It's all love. Kicking opinions and and you know I don't ever want to show like I'm not holding everybody to the flame like. Everybody deserves blame, yeah. Yeah, because it, it sounds like I'm going at Spence, but it only sounds like that if you're listening now. Cause like, yeah, it's not even Spencer. It's not Spencer Crawford. It's just it's the handlers and the management, you know? I, I yeah, it's, it's, all them, yeah. it's, it's all of them, man. But yeah. that's the thing. It's like, like the sport get bad if, if we got to get to this point where we're having consolation prize discussions. Yeah, I feel like we're at the point where like It's like the Spider-Man meme Where we're all just fucking pointing fingers at each other Like what the fuck Like just make the fight happen And we won't have to And the fingers will get down We won't have to point any fingers at anybody Just make the fight It's there Did you know what happened in boxing See the top contenders used to fight each other more When they saw the top guys stay active This is true History history shows that when the when the top guy is always facing someone active, everybody around them tries to make themselves the best challenger. But when it when it started taking too long for the top guys to make meaningful fights, everybody just got into the whole lottery mode and said, "You know what? I may as well just kind of wait around and maybe I'll get picked because I'm seeing dudes get these fights." And they're not really doing too much to get them, and they still getting them. Case in point, you can look at Saunders, uh, uh, Caleb Plant, and uh, what's his name? Um, what's it? Uh, Callum Smith. Callum Smith. Callum Smith. Yeah, Callum Smith. No, no one did anything in particular for a Cadello fight. They just happened to get him because. They was at the right place, the right time, right connection, right promoter, right everything, and they was white too. Shit, <laughs> fuck it, like they had everything. <laughs> there you go. So, 
So, but but people would tell you they did something for it, especially if their argument is, "Well, Andre, you know, he didn't do anything for the fight." You know? uh, yeah, yeah, we we could uh, well, we could spend a whole another fucking hour going in on the ginger lottery, but god damn it! But yeah, so that's that's all we saying because like if if Spence Crawford would have happened last year or the year before or. Say if that would happen instead of Spence Garcia, like I'm pretty much guarantee you, we would have Boots and Ortiz fight each other, or you would have Stan Yonis Boots or some other Thurman, some other fights would have got mixed up around, and 147 would be better off for it. That's all I'm saying. This is true. These dudes take so long, and then it's not like 154 where, like, you know. Castaño and Jamel Charlo were like the two guy, two top guys. So everybody was just fighting their ass off to get get a fight with either one or the winner. So that's what's happening, but it just takes longer at 147 because it's bigger names, more politics. Absolutely. Yeah, well, it is what it is. I think we've about touched on every fucking subject right now and orbited back. So I think we are uh, done for the night. So final thoughts. Uh, Pilot, any last words? Uh, never last words. Just next time, you know. But you know what it is, com and every platform imaginable, you know, whether it be YouTube, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Twitter Google, Bing, it doesn't matter. You know where to find us, man. Appreciate everybody listening and have a good week. That's what it is. Uh, LB, final thoughts. Oh, man. Uh, just keep tuning in. Um, hold on. So, are we going to have boxing this week? Um, y- Yes, we got the the um, Virgil fight. Yeah, at least we can only focus. You know, there's only one to focus on there. No. Okay, so it's a right, right. so we got a little something to look forward to, all right? So we'll just uh, stay tuned in. Um, keep stay tapped in the ring, gang. More, more dope shit on the way. Um, it's crazy how all the social media platforms differ. How being fans of certain boxers, because you you be on Twitter like Oscar De La Hoya gets hated on all the time. <laughs> But but he get love on TikTok. Yeah. God, I tell you that like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy. But yeah, like we everywhere: Instagram, Facebook, t- TikTok, uh, Twitter, YouTube, all of that. Um, uh, Podomatic. Shout out to Podomatic, um, Spotify, uh, Anchor. You know, we we everywhere and um just more shit on the way. Shout out to the rest of the squad, you know, Pat, uh Ron, Top Five, uh Clanarchy, uh, DZ, um and PJ Fight Architect and my man uh Prolific Genius. Don't forget uh episode four of the anime is out, All Rats Must Die Part Two, Shit's Epic, R.I.P. my nigga Rodney and uh the world is the op is out now, man. Streaming everywhere, man. The real hip hop shit, you know, like gym music, hard shit. So you know what it is, man. We're trying to work to God. 
That's what it is. I ain't got much more to say that the other brothers have said. So, you know, we're fine to say, you know, it's Ring Gang Radio all day, every day, twice on Sundays. I say that again, Ring Gang Radio all day, every day, twice on Sundays. You know where to find us at, ringgangradio.com. Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. We everywhere. We out there. We will even be at your fighter's favorite fight, at your favorite fighter's fights. You know what I'm saying? So you might catch Ring Gang there. So... Just always look out for us. Keep fucking us, fucking with us. We got more dope content on the way. You know what I'm saying? Not just boxing, because we always keep it boxing. So, you know what I'm saying? That's the bread and butter. But we got some more dope shit coming up on the way. Some more content. You know, it's not just boxing. But, you know, keep keep looking out. We got some more. So, you, you'll be entertained, and you'll be fucking with it. So, Ring Gang got you regardless. So, keep fucking with us, and we got you. That's all I got to say about that. So, uh, for myself, King P, Bodega P, Conscious Pilot, and LB Shutterworth, the God, the GOAT artist. We know he goes the hardest. And just like Ring Gang, we go for the hardest. But, but, you know what I'm saying? It's another episode of Real Talk. It's just real. We talk about it. So, until next time, peace. Peace. Peace.